0: What's happening, my jacked family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing some mindset tips to help you get lean after 40. Now, in a previous podcast, we talked about goal setting and the importance of having a powerful reason why you want to achieve that goal of getting lean after 40. Today, we're going to dive much deeper into mindset, really focus on the the things that are going to be largely responsible for you achieving your goal of getting lean after 40. Those things are beliefs, attitude, emotions, and the feelings that... uh, that you experience when with the language that you're using when it comes to fat loss and getting lean after 40. Let's begin with beliefs, which I think is a fascinating area of study that absolutely intrigues the heck out of me and can really apply to all areas of our life. You may have heard the phrase, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And I find that a lot of these these, the, the beliefs, the power of beliefs can be found in the placebo effect. There's so many different studies that I have seen, I think one of the most fascinating ones is one where they were performing knee surgery on people. Half the people they actually performed the knee surgery successful. They they recovered and everything as well. Other people they made they put them through the entire procedure um, where like the, the prep work where they they knocked them out They made the incision, uh, but they didn't actually do the surgery itself. And these people, they believed that they actually got the surgery done and their knee problems were fixed after that. They they didn't have any knee pain afterwards. There's just so many different studies like that. Of course, you get the placebo effect when it comes to supplementation. You get different pills that you take. Sometimes it's just a simple water pill. Um, And if you believe that you're taking the actual supplement and you believe that the supplement is going to... Uh, produce the result that they claim to produce, there's a good chance that you are going to experience success with that. I'm sure I have experienced that same effect with some of the supplements I've taken. Um, for example, it could be the, the carb drinks that I've had intra-workout, the, the, the intra-workout and peri-workout carbohydrate drink. Is that making a difference in my training or is it just in my head? Is some of the pre-workout stuff just in my head? You just It's really tough to tell, but the main thing is some people take the supplement Even if the supplement isn't proven to work, if they believe it works, the placebo effect is going to help them achieve their results anyway. So it's kind of a... It's a weird situation, but it just demonstrates the the power of beliefs. So now the question is, when you think of your goal of getting lean after 40, do you believe that you'll achieve that goal? Or do you experience fear and doubt? Maybe you're bringing up past experiences, uh, thinking that you've tried every single diet out there and failed each and every time. What's gonna make this one different? What's gonna make this time different? One way that you can overcome those feelings and build up an empowering belief system is to find some role models men over 40 who are very similar to yourself, who have achieved that goal of getting lean after 40 and have maintained their their physiques and living a lifestyle full of zest and vitality. You can look for those people and think to yourself, you know what, they're not all that different from me if they can do it I can do it as well. Uh, the downside here is that some people will look at others and think to themselves, "Well, there's something special about that person." Uh, I know some people have looked at me and think that I've got incredible genetics. It's just easy for me to to lose fat. They they think that I've got this incredible. Willpower. Um, that it just—it's just very easy for me to to eat in moderation. It's very easy for me to to build muscle. None of this stuff is true whatsoever. I'm just an average guy, uh, pretty average genetics here. I just make the absolute most out of it. But I have had some incredible role models, not just in terms of. Physiques like men over 40 who are very similar to to my structure, my frame, my overall lifestyle, um, who I aspire to to kind of um, not be exactly like, but I want to be similar. Like I, I see what they have achieved through their lifestyle, and I know that if they can do it, I can do it as well. But I look at, at all aspects of of their lives, how they are living their their life to the fullest, the type of people they are, and I find that a lot of these people, it's it's how they their transformation is oftentimes a reflection of their overall lifestyle. their Their lives aren't, out of balance. They've they've found some harmony in life and uh, especially the people who have, have maintained their success. There's lots. You can find a ton of success stories, people who have lost a bunch of weight but aren't able to keep it off. And I find that those people, um, they're just, they're all or nothing. And and once they, they achieve their goal, like, all right, I've got to get back to, they've made so many different sacrifices in all other areas of life that it's just way too hard to get uh, back in the groove. So, it's really important to find role models who, who have not only Achieve that goal, but have maintained their success and continue to improve upon that success and doing so in a manner where their life is, like I said, in harmony all around. So building your belief system with role models, is it's important to find the, the right kind of role models. And it's important not to look at people and think that there's anything special about them because uh, that in itself can hold you back. And the cool thing is you can look to yourself as a role model as well based on your past experiences. If you have learned from the previous attempts of getting lean after 40, you can, you can take that knowledge, take that experience and use it to build your belief system, knowing that, all right, I've tried this before, I kind of know what doesn't work for me. Uh, I have a good feeling for what could work for me. I think if I put all this together, this is going to be the time that it's actually going to work. So look to yourself as a role model. And another way you can build your belief system is to build a support team around you. Other men over 40 who are going through a similar experience as you. So when they're facing challenges and setbacks and you see them overcome it, it starts to give you that confidence that if they can do it, I can do it as well. And then when you face challenges and setbacks, you know that they're going to have your back. So just knowing that you have the support behind you to help you overcome these challenges can help build your belief system that you're going to have what it takes to to get through these challenges and setbacks and actually achieve your goal this time around. And the last thing is to simply take a leap of faith in yourself. There's so many things we have believed in, whether it's Santa Claus, uh, whether it's God or some creator, spiritual being that is looking after us. Um, we believe in stuff that we we have no proof of, right in front of us, directly in front of us. So if we can believe in a lot of these things. Why is it so difficult for us to believe in ourselves? So really, take that leap of faith in yourself. That this is going to be the time that you get lean and stay lean. Now let's move on to another key component of mindset that will that really plays an important role in helping you achieve your goals and that is your attitude. Now Again, talking about setbacks and challenges, uh, oftentimes what I see happen with my fellow men over 40 is that things are going well with their their diet, things are going great with their transformation, then all of a sudden they, they face some sort of challenge, some sort of setback. They're, they're at a gathering, they just can't, they don't have the willpower to control themselves, they let loose, they, they pig out, they gain weight, and they think to themselves, here I go again, same thing every freaking time. Uh, I just, It's it's impossible, I just don't have what it takes to, to achieve my physique goals. And if that sounds familiar, you are not alone. I have been there and done that myself when I was yo-yoing up and down for 10 years, trying to lose that 50 pounds of excess fat that I gained in my mid-20s. And each time I faced that sack back, again, those doubts would creep up into my mind. I go, here I, here I go again, same thing, every single time why can't I control myself? Why can't I have just one cookie? Why is it when I have one chip, I have to eat the entire bag? I have been there and done that. And the thing that completely turned things around for me was adopting an unstoppable attitude where I thought to myself, all right, I've learned from all my experiences in the past. When I face a setback right now, when I face any kind of obstacle or challenge, I'm going to find a way to get around it, go over it, go under, do whatever the heck it takes to blast through that obstacle. Nothing is going to stop me. I may get knocked down, but I will get up each and every time and continue pushing forward. Your attitude towards these setbacks, towards these challenges, towards the overall approach that you are, are going through, like just having an attitude of, of, of confidence, that you're an attitude that you are on the right path for yourself, an attitude of knowing that what you're doing is congruent with the the core of your being. Just you gotta ooze that confidence that you are going to overcome these setbacks because you know the importance of achieving this goal to yourself. It's more than just vanity. It is more than just looking good. It's feeling your best and living your best life possible. So adopting that unstoppable attitude is, is really going to ensure, like nothing's going to get in your way. You know that nothing is going to stop you. You will achieve your goal, even if it's a week later than what you thought, two weeks later than you thought, three weeks, it doesn't matter. You are going to achieve your goal no matter what. Now let's talk about emotions. When you think of your goal, it's so much more than just hitting a number on the scale or, or achieving a certain body fat percentage or even achieving a certain look. Those are Those are all great things to aim for, but when you're Thinking of achieving those goals, what will really drive you to achieve them is stirring up the most powerful emotions behind achieving those goals. You want know, its not all that exciting to step on that scale, and go woohoo! I, I hit that number, yay me! I mean, that's that's okay, but that's not. Powerful emotions. Like think of things more like you. You achieve your goal. You're lean after 40. You're lying there with your partner. Maybe she's got her head on your chest and rubbing your abs, grabbing onto your arms, and and telling you how great you look, how proud she is of you achieving the goal that you set out to achieve, and and just telling you how like attracted she is to you, and not just not just attracted to your physical being but the the emotional transformation that you have gone through throughout this this whole process what you've grown how you've grown from this experience overall and and just that feeling of finally knowing that you you can do it you can achieve whatever you set your mind to just stirring up all the emotions of that that intimate experience with with a partner or maybe it's just Walking around the beach with your your shirt off, mowing the lawn with your shirt off. That's a, that's a thing that is. There's something about mowing the lawn with my shirt off that just I feel a sense of pride and confidence when I am lean. If I am heavier, overweight, it just it was a knock to to my ego. Maybe it's it's again we're talking about all these these positive experiences that you want to stir up. Maybe it's. At a pool party, again, you're around friends. They're all complimenting you on on how you're looking. You're feeling confident and proud of yourself. Uh, those are all great things that you want to stir up. So that's that's the the pleasure that you are driving towards. And we are driven by um, achieving pleasure or avoiding pain. So. Pain is kind of some of those experiences, the emotional experiences that we may be going through right now as we're trying to get lean after 40. Things like just simply bending over to tie your shoes. Maybe you feel that roll of fat go over your shorts and you just feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Maybe you, you, you're you feeling you're short of breath just trying to bend over and, and, and tie your shoes. Um, what are some other aspects of, of how you're feeling right now not at your goal that, that cause you some some discomfort. Uh, maybe it's just the physical discomfort. You don't't you don't like feeling. Full, bloated, you don't like have enjoying the, the acid reflux. Those are those are things that you're running away from. Maybe you're at the beach and you're wearing a shirt. You're wearing a tank top because you're afraid to take your shirt off. You're not confident to take your shirt off at the beach. That's that's a painful emotional experience. And again, I have been there. I have been to the beach when I was 50 pounds overweight with a tank top on and embarrassed to take my shirt off, even though I probably look better than 80% 80% of the people that were at the beach, to me personally, it wasn't congruent with who I was. Um, and it was a, a bit of a knock to me, ego, a bit, a, a bit of a knock to my, my confidence, where I just wasn't comfortable taking my shirt off. And that feeling, those things, like that experience, was enough to kind of drive me. I'm like, I've got to do something. This is ridiculous that I'm at a beach. Covered up. It's ridiculous that I'm bending over to tie my shoes and I'm short of breath doing that. Like those little things. Like enough is enough. I've got to do something. Uh, For me, actually, one of the big triggers for me was I just I caught my side profile in the mirror and I thought to myself like, whoa, like that's me. Like I that, that can't be me. And it really sunk in that day. And that was one of the things that really turned around for me. So I was trying to run away from that and go more towards the the pleasurable feelings. Now those emotions are future cast. It's about the the outcome, the end result. But the emotions that you experience on a day-to-day basis as you're going through this process of getting lean after 40, it's going to have a greater impact on your overall success. Things like when you experience a setback, maybe your willpower runs short one day, you give in to the temptations, kind of fall off plan, what are your emotions around that experience? Do you beat yourself up? Do you feel guilty? Do you think to yourself, here I go again. How come I always sabotage myself just when the going gets good? Or do you look at that situation as a learning experience? You're thinking to yourself, what were the triggers that caused me to to overindulge in the situation? How can I handle a situation better the next time I'm faced with it? I may have gotten knocked down right now, but prepared with this knowledge, learning from this experience. I know the next time it's going to happen, I'm not going to overindulge like I did this time around. This is this is a step forward to me. I look at this challenge, not as a failure, but an opportunity um, for growth to better myself, to handle these situations a lot better in the future. Maybe you like yourself, you know what? The reason I gave into these temptations is that I am with loved ones who I haven't seen in a while. We're celebrating right now. I I really wanted to live this day to my fullest. I didn't want to be food obsessed in this moment. And again, that's giving yourself permission to overindulge to kind of let loose a little bit for that day and then get right back on plan and move forward. So how you you handle your emotions in that experience is going to have a huge um, impact on your overall success with getting lean after 40. What are your emotions around your training sessions? Is it something that you dread um, or is it something that you really enjoy? Like what's the emotional experience when you are lifting the weight? Are you Totally immersed in that pump. Do you lose yourself in the moment? Do you get those emotions stirred up? Of, of maybe you're like myself, where you start lifting at a young age. Like I, I get very nostalgic a lot of times when I'm lifting and listening to some of the old school '90s rap or '90s grunge stuff. Uh, it just puts me right back. It's like a, it's like a time machine. And it brings me back there to those days where I just, I really, the it was all for the love of the iron. I wasn't trying to. Um, do everything perfect by the books, by the textbook and, and following all the rules the research or anything right now. It's just, I freaking, I just, I love the pump. I love the feel. It stirs up all those warm, positive emotions. And um, th- that's the kind of experience that I really thrive from when I'm, I'm training. Now, other emotions around cardio, people think cardio, some people think cardio is boring. Um, other people freaking love it. They, they, they think of it as euphoric, a euphoric experience. And those, those kind of feelings will stir up, Certain emotions. Again, if you find cardio boring and you're doing it just because you think you have to do it in order to get lean after 40, and you're dreading that whole process, it's just it's stirring up a negative emotions around this experience. You want to make this as a positive experience as it possibly can be. You should be enjoying this process. It's all about living your life to the fullest. And tied in closely with emotions is the feelings that you experience with the, the language and the terminology that you use around fat loss and getting lean after 40. Now, in the past year, I've heard some of my fellow colleagues say that that words matter and we should choose our words carefully. And I disagree with that somewhat. It's not so much the words that matter. It's the feelings that you experience and the emotions that you experience when you use those words. And a lot of times they're talking about cheat days and cheat meals specifically saying that it's just a negative thing. Like cheating is a bad thing. Why do you want to have cheating uh, as part of your language when it comes to a diet? And then it kind of, there was a, a time probably eight years ago, 10 years ago, where we shifted away from cheat days and we called it treat days instead. Like suddenly going from calling it a cheat day to a treat day totally changed everything. I'm fine. Like all of a sudden I'm I'm no longer gonna have these eating disorders or binge eating behaviors because I'm now calling it a treat day. I feel so much better about this experience. All that stuff is—it's just nonsense. And you hear some of them say that. All right, even treat day is bad. Let's—we just gotta call it what it is. Let's just—let's just call it. Um, if you're gonna have pizza, don't call it a cheat meal. Just call it pizza. But to some people, just using the word pizza makes them—it stirs up those emotions that they're doing something bad, something wrong. They're going off their diet. They're kind of again cheating on their diet. Um, some for some people. Bread is evil carbs are evil. do we need to not label bread bread anymore because some people get negative emotions uh, with that it causes some sort of bad eating behavior uh, uh, like avoiding carbs all of a sudden that's that's not a good behavior it's not natural but we're not going to change it calling carbs something different isn't going to change the thing it's just it's what they believe they believe carbs are evil. Bread is evil. It's that You can't eat bread on diet. That's their belief system. So, changing that word, if you call it something different, it's not going to change their actions. It's not going to change their behavior. For some people, the word diet is has a negative connotation to it. The word diet feels like they are restricting themselves. It's only a terminology that you'd use if you're trying to lose weight. But diet... Isn't, that's not what it is. Diet is what you eat on a daily basis where you're trying to lose weight, maintain your weight, build muscle, just the food that you consume. So we're not gonna change the word diet because some people think that diet is a bad thing and it causes some negative feelings in them. Um, so really be aware of of your emotional experience around the words that you are using. To, to me personally, like if, if a cheat day is something that stirs up negative emotions where you are feeling like, all right, this is the day where I can finally eat all my favorite foods. And the rest of the time you're eating foods that typically you wouldn't eat, that you find bland, boring, they're not pleasurable, you're doing something wrong in that situation. It's not calling it a cheat meal or cheat day isn't the issue. It's your overall approach to nutrition, realizing that, hey, I can have my favorite treats whenever the heck I want, as long as it fits my caloric targets for the day or for the week, that's fine. And, and when you realize that, When you're having a cheat meal or cheat day, it doesn't mean that all right, now I can because this is the only day that I'm allowed to eat whatever the heck I, I want and, and the foods I'm gonna enjoy. I'm just gonna go friggin' nuts and just pick out like crazy. Like those are those are bad <laughs> behaviors that are are kind of built upon uh, the experience, it's not the word itself. It's just you gotta really take a, a big picture look at your overall lifestyle, your overall diet, and make the the changes. It's not changing the word that's gonna make the difference. It's changing how you feel about those those days and going off plan. For me personally, using the word Cheat meal, cheat day, yeah, it's not how I eat most of the time. That's that's basically what I'm, I'm broadcasting to the world is that uh, no, I'm not feeling like I'm cheating on my diet. This is wrong or anything. It's just letting you know, hey, this is this is kind of not my my norm. I prefer to eat nutrient-rich, whole, natural foods about 90, 95% of the time. I am, I have complete freedom and flexibility to eat whatever I want, when I want. I can have um, some chips if I want wanted today as long as it fits my caloric target for the week. I don't stress over any of it. It's just this is not how I typically eat. And I think it's just been a part of our culture. Cheap days, cheap meals. It's something that us fellow men over 40 can relate to. We know what the heck you're talking about. It's not that we're being bad on our diet or anything like that. It's not that, that we have to completely go all out like crazy and pig out. It's just this is not our normal way of eating, so it's just it's just terminology. I don't have any kind of negative experiences, negative feelings around it uh, because I enjoy how I eat most of the time. So if you have developed uh, a nutrition plan, a meal plan, a, a nutrition lifestyle that suits your natural eating tendency, includes all your favorite foods, a cheat day or cheat meal, it's just. It's just a label. It is what it is. Um, But I want you to be aware of if there any is there if there's any terminology you're using that does stir up some negative emotions in you. It's important to kind of evaluate that situation and wonder like why why do I feel this way? Is it part of my my belief system? Uh, What can I do? What can I change? about, not necessarily the wording, but my my feelings around the emotions around these words and this experience that I'm doing. So to sum up this week's Jacked After 40 podcast, if you want to build a successful mindset to help you get lean after 40, it's important to build your belief system. Believe in yourself, believe in the workout plan that you're following, believe in the nutrition plan that you're following, and have some role models that are going to instill those beliefs in you. You see that if they can achieve it, you can too, have that support team around you so you know that if you are struggling, if you face a challenge, they're going to be right there with you to help you pick you up and build you up. And you can you can build upon their successes as well. It's important to adopt an unstoppable attitude. Your attitude towards this process is going to have a huge role in your success of getting lean after 40. It's important to stir up those positive emotions around your goal, really picturing yourself in a special moment where you have achieved your goal, like I said, maybe your partner's rubbing her arms all around you and complimenting you. Um, just really anything that's gonna stir up some really, really powerful emotions for achieving your goal, uh, that's something you're gonna drive towards. And then as well as uh, stirring up the emotions about how you're feeling right now in this situation and why you want to get away from the situation and achieve your goal. So again, um, maybe you're just, uh, maybe you're wearing your, your shirt at the beach and you're feeling uncomfortable comfortable in your own skin. Those are things that you want to kind of drive away towards. It's more painful, causing you some discomfort. Uh, so really make sure that you're stirring up some emotions towards your goal, what you're going away from, as well as the emotions from your day to day experience, the things that you're going through. So if you do experience a setback or challenge, have some positive emotions around that experience, see it as an opportunity for growth rather than a setback or a challenge, as well as the emotions that you experience um, with the words that you are, are choosing the language that you are choosing to use with this uh, this lifestyle of getting. Uh, lean after 40 and staying lean after 40. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. If you did, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. I'd really appreciate it. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. more than anything. I'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your own experiences. I would love to hear from you. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.